Hello everybody, and welcome to the Anime Limited Podcast. It's been a while, so this episode is officially the season finale Christmas special 2017 that will lead into the first episode of season 3 next time, because there may be a cliffhanger when we return, hopefully, on a more regular basis in the new year. The cliffhanger will be the sound of exactly five bullets going it'll off. Be, it'll be anti-regenerating. Anti- <laughs> like, like a doctor. doctor yeah. It'll be even better. Four bullets and the sound oh. of me regenerating, which may sound like me voiding my bowels. No guarantees it won't sound like me voiding my bowels. While screaming <laughs> Screaming is actually part of the process just too. Screaming the word regenerating. Regeneration insensitive type. Yeah. No, I'm saying you'll be screaming the word regenerate at the same time. <laughs> regenerate! Uh. As you can tell, folks, it's been a few months, but nothing's changed. I'm Jeremy Graves, and I'm joined in the office studio this time by... Oh, cat. Me. Hello. Lauren. <laughs> He's regenerating now. Code name. Regenerate! <laughs> <laughs> Angie's code name is now Regenerate. No, that's how the new doctor regenerates. <laughs> what? Just screaming the word Regenerate. <laughs> and we're also joined by... The old-timer, apparently. Yeah, yeah according to a forum post, you are an old-timer, Andy. Oh. You yelled for me to get off the lawn earlier, so, I mean... <laughs> get off my lawn. Lawn or your desk. I'm not entirely sure of the difference at times. So, a lot has happened since our last podcast, which I think may have been just before Expo. Yeah. Wait, oh, no, technically, Scott loves anime, <laughs> but, but the last, the last for no better way of putting it, regular style oh, podcast. before October Expo. Yeah. So I was going to say before which Expo. Oh, yeah, because it was a Birmingham one as well, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot's happened since then, uh-huh. but, uh, but I guess to catch up on, on good times, thank you to everyone who came to MCO London in October. It was a fantabulous time. Got to speak to many of you. Mm-hmm. Thank you if you came to the panels that Andy and I did. And, uh, and just thank you if you attended panels. And he didn't. Gentlemen. Fuck you. <laughs> no, oh, I'm kidding. I just thought I would say it. Yeah, it seemed Your words, not mine, Andrew. Uh, also, thank you if you came to the, the Little Witch Academia panel that happened on Saturday afternoon. That was a great time. You got to see some cool footage of the new game. And I know we're all, we're all really excited about it. I actually have a copy of the game already. Do you really? In Japanese, but yes. Time to learn Japanese, not so, Yeah. It's not so useful. Time to learn, Andrew. Time to learn. Right now, let's go. <laughs> But yeah, so that was a great event. Birmingham Expo as well was a great event as well. Got to meet many of you there. Not me and Andy, but Andrew was there. How was it, Andrew? What, Birmingham? There you go. That's how much you enjoyed it, everybody. <laughs> oh, wait, are we talking about Birmingham? Yes. Miserable. I fucking knocked a chip of my tooth out during it. Oh, crap, did you? Said, yes. Is that how cold it was? How'd you do that? Just chewing on, like, a bounty. Mid-celebration <laughs> celebration bounty. It wasn't even a full-size bounty. So, I hate my life. I hate Birmingham as well, though. Celebration bounty. It took a chunk of my tooth. It took blood. Next time, I will take some back. I did, I did think this was going to be chewed on the bones of an anime fan, so I'm kind no. of glad it was just a bounty. Celebration bounty. A celebration bounty as well. The tiniest of bounty. It wasn't even chewy. But fuck. The it wasn't even, like, solid. Wait. It wasn't, like, what was it wasn't it? even, like, particularly jaggedy it was just like I was like chewing them and I heard a crack and I'm like oh uh, oh that's not good like, oh oh it spaghetti it, it should have been over a better sweetie because well, <laughs> yeah. that was the beginning of the box so all the premium ones would have been in there no no I had like a bounty and something else it Multi-tier. makes it two tastes Multi-tier. hang on wait so in the, cause speaking of someone who doesn't actually eat chocolate 
pretty much ever oh, unless I've oh, random craving so rules. No, yeah. so, 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 just, so just a genuine question is Bounty regarded as the premium chocolate no. of a celebration box no no, no it starts with the Malteser ones and then for me probably the Twix ones and the Galaxy Caramel ones I like the Galaxy Caramel <laughs> there was a look just there from Lauren they used to have Galaxy Truffle ones there were just like these truffle ones and they're amazing, but then they, I think everyone else didn't like them. Then, 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 then. Um, Milky Way crispy rolls in them now. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, that one's kind of slipping up there into number one. Oh, I'll tell you, are the truffle chocolate's now too premium for celebration. You <laughs> have to get upgraded <laughs> yeah. to the next one. But you can buy like just individual boxes of like, because I think it is the Malteser ones that everyone likes, and you can buy just a box of just them, which kind of like negates the whole purpose of fighting over all the really good ones in the box. I can't believe we're talking about like celebration politics and chocolate. The, the, po- the yeah. geopolitics <laughs> and regeneration box. And regeneration. Regenerate! <laughs> Actually, you just hear your tooth just regenerating <laughs> quietly in your mouth. It didn't, I can assure you. <laughs> the dentist did not say it was regenerating well, just fine. Your generation so, potentially stupid like question here, because you chipped it, did you have like, did you retain the chip? Yeah. Okay. So you've just got like part of a random tooth missing in, in your No, brain. no, they, they filled it in. Like, they oh, no, you're, you're, meant uh, to like plant it. you're meant to plant it and it'll grow you a new tooth. No, I sold it to an anime fan on the black market. <laughs> they were willing to pay a premium for a part of Andrew's dental, dental range. President of Anime Limited <laughs> chipped tooth. So, I should have done that. I didn't have that do so you know, like the mystery box contains more oh, than just tea. One mystery box <laughs> contains a bit of anti tea. <laughs> so you know, when when kids are growing up and you're told, "Oh, put the tooth underneath your pillow, and you know there'll be something nice under there. It's like a bit of money." How much do you get for a bit of a chip tooth? Oh. I don't know actually. <laughs> Nowadays, it depends, How does that work? It depends yeah, if I know. hold the, the tooth fairy up at gunpoint. Probably. <laughs> and if so, I'm going to get a sack load of teeth and coins. I bet if kids put, t- um, put like teeth under the pillow, they're probably getting like an iPad or something. I don't know. What? Wow, <laughs> that's a return. <laughs> You've gone to a bourgeois existence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, Steve Jobs came by and took my tooth. Do you recognise how it works if you work yeah. at Apple? You just get a. Well, if you're one of the Chinese yeah. workers <laughs> suffering through, like, the fucking Foxconn complex. Oh my god. Cheer up, little Timmy, you're working 20, 21 out of 24 hours a day. But you've lost all your teeth, so here's an iPad. Just in case there are younger people listening, but I don't think you would be after all, Angie's swearing. But, um, yeah, you won't get. you. There's like a 99% chance you won't get an iPad if you put your tooth on. But <laughs> if you do, let us know. Oh, no, please do, because then I need to like find out like what like clearly what I'm doing wrong to not get an iPad. You're not a child anymore with your first name. You can't just knock a tooth out, put it under the pillow and go, oh, but wait, no iPad today. But wasn't that what you were doing by chewing on that bounty bar? No, no I wasn't. I wanted to eat it and another celebration to get a mixed taste What was the other one? Was I can't one? remember now. I think it was a Maltesers really... one. Oh, I was going to say it was a really bad one, but no, it was fine. So what's considered the bad chocolate of a celebration box, then? That's well, very relative. Well, we can find relative. a box in the office and tell you right now, because that's all, whatever's left in the box is... What well, Lauren uh, has deemed to be non-premium, basically. No, like, <laughs> The box is on Lauren's well, desk. Well, Lauren took all the good ones first. That's because someone I left it. I took one Malteser one, the ones that were in most of them in Birmingham. To be fair though, <laughs> sorry, did I eat all of them before I gave the tub well, to you? Tried I tried mean, to, and you just broke the cheek to moan about it, like, oh, she took the last fucking Malteser. <laughs> 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 Yeah, well, you know what? It's hard life running an anime company. I need to complain about something. Uh, uh. 
<laughs> Look at the prototype, it was just for you took the last Maltese and it wasn't think, anything else. I think there's like Mars one le- Mars ones left. Yeah, I don't even I don't even remember what's left because it wasn't being so attention because the good ones are gone. So low Anyway. Yeah, sorry, we were talking about chocolate for like <laughs> ten minutes. It's a Christmas special. People probably oh no, hang on, that's Easter. Oh well, no, one time no, a year. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Everybody gets tubs of sweeties for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, the again. Celebration time is an important part of Christmas. Okay. Like, well, yeah, you sure you uh, you're guaranteed seventy percent to get one on like. What is this? Well, you know, <laughs> I don't want, to, I don't want to be like you're guaranteed to get a celebration box at Christmas when you go home to your parents or wherever you are because then people might not and then complain to us and that was like false. Yeah. We're not Father Christmas or anything. Well, I think you have cat is. No, I'm not. Or is that our gimmick for the mystery box next year? We'll, we'll hand deliver Santa. it to each person <laughs> providing they're within five miles of Glasgow. We'll just, we'll just send the, the rejected celebration chocolate that's not been eaten. To like a lucky Whatever bit. Lauren has deemed to be like pleb tier <laughs> will go into the boxes. No, I still eat all of them, it's fine. Maybe not the bounties, but you can have them. Yeah, well, That's I don't it. think you can after what happened last time. <laughs> <laughs> he's been put off bounties for life. Yeah. There's a bounty on the bounty. Oh, he's no longer a bounty hunter. Mutiny. There you go. <laughs> so, as is traditional on the uh, end of year show, I like to try and, you know, have a little quiz ready and such. But that plan has changed Wait, slightly. Wait, so asking about the chocolate wasn't part of the quiz? Uh, actually, no, that was a warm-up, as it were. Oh, okay. But no, because uh, usually we have a quiz, but recently, for everybody listening, uh, the fifth anniversary celebrations of all the anime began. They started at MCM London in October. We had some all the anime official merchandise, which you can now purchase at alltheanime.com. Shipping will eventually happen. And we've continued that because we actually had a cool little get-together here in Glasgow, just for some industry personnel and such, to, again, continue the, the celebrations for the 5th anniversary, and it's going to be rolling on throughout the coming year. So, on that day, I had a pub quiz for everybody, which I was originally going to use on this podcast, but obviously I can't do it now because everyone in the room knows the answers. I can't remember the answers. Damn. So, with that in mind, I now defer to Mr. Andy Hanley, who oh, has a quiz oh, of his own prepared that I know nothing about. This is what so I have shitty. to I'm prepared. Blindsided. No, so distracted by so just broken <laughs> tooth. <laughs> that's not regeneration. Two. One. Regenerate! <laughs> I mean, Andy, I'm gonna, please, uh, please continue. Uh, I feel like this is far too much bigging this up for what it is. But uh, yeah, so this is something that, that I knocked together. That uh, pertains to a title of ours that, uh, that is currently streaming on Crunchyroll. Oh, oh so, no. But, God, so, I, crunchy I have ten song titles for you. Oh. And you have to tell me whether they belong to Aqua, the group from Love Live Sunshine, or Aqua, the cheesy 90s pop group. Yeah! Oh, yes! I can do awesome. this. Oh, I love it. I'm ready say, for this. So this Live, I just like looked at Jeremy like. So I'm gonna read out the song titles, and you have to tell me whether it's Love Live or the pop. Uh, are we doing this like as a collective or uh, teams? No, or no, each one. Oh, I, you, I will, you I will score you. Okay, so, so we each have to decide. If me, it's me and here in the corner, we'll okay. discuss. <laughs> so title number one is Good Morning Sunshine. Is that an Aqua song or an Aqua song? <laughs> Wait, uh, wait, wait. So tell me whether it's... Aquasong or an Aquasong. Love, love Live or the pop group? Love That's Live. Love Live. Love Live. Lauren's good when the answers. Um, no, I just don't care. <laughs> Fair. Lauren could, Lauren could be the independent adjudicator then. Yeah, she'll just judge us silently for knowing the answers. 
I love your honesty, by the way. Really <laughs> love life. Yeah. Well. Oh, no. You've all that. got it wrong, because <laughs> it's actually a song from Aqua, the pop group. Are you going to play a clip of it in only 10 seconds? Uh, sadly, no. I didn't prepare oh, clips. Oh, like, yeah, Spotify. I should have done that. We didn't have that much. Actually, no. I don't want to mess up the data on my Spotify. But, oh, no, wait. The end of year reviews already been in for Spotify, so it's fine. I can't mess it up with Aqua. It's okay. Let so, one minute. <laughs> I can do this. By the way, the number one listen to thing on my Spotify was Radwimps. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> damn it. Was that it? Oh. That sounds like every 90s song ever. <laughs> white, white, white. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Are you singing over it so you don't Imagine that, but my playlist would never listen to again. <laughs> <laughs> so right, so question number two. This is an easy one because I know it's been mentioned before. The song title is Happy Party Track. Love Live Sunshine. Love Definitely Love Live Sunshine. Has, See, I'm, I'm leaning towards a pop crew. No. <laughs> uh, no, it's, that, that's, that's Love Live. Uh, Lauren, are you going with the consensus there? Yeah. That it's Love Live? Well, you're all correct. It is indeed. Yeah. Do not play any clips of the Happy Party Train. Oh. Oh, no. Wait. Keep your Happy Party Train away from me, son. <laughs> so, it's track title number three is Aquarium. That's Love Life Sunshine. Oh no, that's no, Aqua. Aqua. That's Aqua. Isn't that the name of their album and one of the tracks on yeah, it? Yeah, it's Aqua. I'm pretty sure. Come on, I grew up in the nineties. Because I want like because <laughs> the Love Life tune is I want like to like I want love in an aquarium or something. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the podcast title right now. <laughs> love in an aquarium. I want to. Uh, okay, love because there is an aquarium. aquarium. I'm gonna say Love Life. Okay, Lauren, what are you going for? Yeah. Um it's actually a song by Aqua the Love Life Sunshine. Oh, yes! Oh, because yeah. Oh, yeah, like I mean I knew there was the if that's the one with the fucking like gimpy seal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't the gimpy seal. <laughs> Sure. Are you trying to say gimpy or grumpy? Gimpy, <laughs> I just thought we misheard you there. Just you can say grumpy if you like, but I said fucking seal. gimpy. <laughs> Wait, what's um, grumpy about it? It's, it's in Love Love Sunshine. <laughs> Available to watch now on Crunchyroll.com. Coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD. So, uh, question number four, or some title number four, Daydream Warrior. Love Live. Aqua. Which one? Ah, uh, it's in the pop band. Like, as in the, yeah, the 90s okay. pop band. Okay, which one are you going for? Oh, pop band. Pop band. Only Jeremy got that one right. That oh, was a song on. from Aqua from Love Life Sunshine. Je- Jeremy has leapt into of the Of course he knows. He loves this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next track title, number five, Heat of the Night. That's Aqua, the pop band. Pop the group. pop band. You can say that for every single yeah, one. Yeah, you are all correct. That yeah. is from Aqua. No, no, like, Love Live would be too interesting. That was actually quite a good music that. video, though, I think. Like, it wasn't so cheesy, the pop video. What? Please enlighten us as to what is in the music video, Andrew. Wait, I'm going to look up. They are mixing it up with another one, but it was, like, really, like, muted colours. Are you colors. mixing it up with, like, Dr. Jones or something? No, Dr. Jones was not muted colours <laughs> at all, cats. Like, it was very open colours, but very, actually, racist towards people <laughs> from the jungle. That's like the goal. Wait, what was the chat? In the heat of the night? Yeah. Heat of the night, yeah. 
This, it doesn't. It gets cold at night. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what country you live in. Oh. 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 <laughs> uh, I don't think it's even coming up. Cat, <laughs> just, so just drop it. We, we know. It's okay, cat. It's okay. They don't have a video, but they've only got the picture of the band cover, and like out of the out of the four of them, one of them's just wearing a freaking underwater helmet, a space helmet. You're like, he's clearly been the rejected one of the band. Like, sorry, please continue. While so uh, yeah, so uh, next question, next song title is "Humming Friend." That sounds like sunshine. Humming friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was even thinking of that. Yeah, I'm I'm Mo Blums. Love oh, life. Love life. Love life. Yep, you're all correct. That is a love life nice. song. Oh. <laughs> Humming friend. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's also slang. I'm glad we dragged that one down to our level. Um, <laughs> next track is called "Calling You." Uh, pop band. Love Life. Pop, pop band. It is from Aqua the Pop Band. Hey. I like heavy metal, I don't know pop. <laughs> Next track title. Heavy metal yeah, you know Love Life Sunshine apparently. I know. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. The heaviest love metal band. Love Life is tote metal. Love Life Sunshine. <laughs> so the next title is... Uh... I've forgotten where I was at. <laughs> I, we, we all <laughs> and I want that title. <laughs> <laughs> the next title is uh, Sky Journey. That's, That's Sky. Love, Life, Sunshine. Love, Life, Life. Sunshine, yeah. Yep, you're all correct. That is a song from Love, Life, Sunshine. Getting the hang of the snow. <laughs> I feel like this is quite an easy one. Turn Back Time. Aqua Pop Band. Whoa! <laughs> 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 Oh my, whatever one that is, that's a prison <laughs> sentence. <laughs> what are you in for? Strawberry trapping. Love life, uh, I think. Love life. Yes, you're all correct. Uh, yeah, the only one which could sound like a prison sentence. Oh my god. What are you in for, mate? Strawberry trapping. That's just like the given name for the criminal. <laughs> What's your name? Strawberry trapper. <laughs> I think I've got a new anime. Meet no. Strawberry Trapper. He's on the run. <laughs> Be a Netflix original show, come on. <laughs> the defendant, Strawberry, strawberry Trapper. trapper. <laughs> so in the spirit of Christmas, <laughs> Strawberry Snapper. Oh. In the spirit of Christmas, you've all won because everybody got eight points. Everybody knows far too much about Love Live and no, Aqua. Yeah, Aqua, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Love Live, well, no. well done to everybody for What's knowing the prize? That music. Except um, for Lauren, who has drawn a 10 out of 10 for zero points given. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the prize is the um the, uh, the shame the, the admiration of your peers. Oh, it'd be amazing if we'd bought <laughs> oh, coffee. Oh God, if I'd known that, I would have fought, I would have fought <laughs> Coffee, babe. <laughs> so, uh, should we get some Twitter questions? Fucking love Twitter questions. Let's have it. Righty then. So I put out the call on Twitter, everybody, because it's a bit of a last minute deal. This, but we wanted to to cover some. But uh, but one that was actually submitted a while ago that we did not have a chance to get to, which I did want to touch base on because I think it's a pretty good question actually, from Will. As a new-ish viewer, any recommendations on grounded anime? The more flamboyant stuff puts me off. Thanks for all you do. 
So I had a few things that popped into my mind on this. The first one that came to mind as a recent release is Hyoka, which, yes, it's kind of a mystery show and it has some quite kind of surreal imagery at times, but actually it's very grounded in terms of its overall kind of trajectory and what it does. Um, going back into our catalogue, Garden of Words is a good one. Like that's a pretty grounded kind of love story. Depends on your definition of grounded. As I well. mean, it does, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I, I guess anything that doesn't have any weird, fantastical, supernatural elements. Or I would probably. I mean, you could argue it might almost be pushing that boundary a little bit, but I might almost say Terror and Resonance. Yeah, that that's kind of it. Has some supernatural that's elements, but it also grounded, is though, I mean. pretty grounded overall. Like. I'd say Cowboy Bebop's pretty grounded. Yeah, I mean, I think if you like sci-fi as a whole, it's pretty... Yeah, I mean, like, because grounded, if you're talking flamboyant, then, like... Like, I think things like Tatami Galaxy, like... Yeah. That kind of stuff, I mean... I'm trying to think what else is grounded. But there's a few for you, either way. If we think of any more, we'll shout out the cat. Any spring to mind to you at all? Um, oh, anything? A Silent Boys. Actually, Boys, yeah, the shout. Yeah. Beck was another one that sprang to mind for me. Da 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 There's a lot in our catalogue to be fair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um... Radio silence. Like I said, if we think of any more, we will come back. So, from Andrew, neither of you two, what's the update on High School Fleet? More radio sounds. Magic round of that's in my head. Um, nothing just now to report. It's ongoing. Like we were looking to release it in twenty eighteen. That's about the best I can say just now. Like we're just waiting on packaging data actually. This might be a recurring theme, people, depending on what you have asked. Advance warning. Next question. Could we please have a definitive list of titles, much like Sound Euphonium, you previously announced and have since been cancelled due to reasons outside of your control? So, to give a bit of context for you people, now for those of you who were probably paying attention to news cycles and were at MCM London Expo, you will be aware that during the panel on the Friday, it was Andy, right? I think it was? Uh, yes, it was Friday. Yeah, it was the Friday panel. Uh, we, uh, unfortunately... Uh, had the opportunity to make it known that we would no longer be releasing Sound Euphonium. This is just simply due to reasons that are beyond our control. And obviously mentioned that there probably are some other titles in that category as well. And uh, so I guess, Andrew, I'll defer to you. Uh, anything you want to uh, say about this or anything we can say at this stage? Oh my god. No, um, honestly, there's nothing we can say just now until the, the list is basically finalised. Like, there's no point in saying something that we have to wheel back on later, because then we're basically going to be accused of flip-flopping, etc. So the reason we've not announced something yet is because, like, it's a very complex topic, and it's not exactly... It's not really straightforward at all. Sorry. So there you go. But as soon as we do have one, we'll give you one. Next question. If you could make up and add a nonsensical Christmas special OVA to any anime series, what would it be? So what random Christmas special for an anime would you like? Tokyo Shark Attack. Well, the, the sharks uh, giving presents to one another and the humans. How about the Dory Gosko where there's actually a good ending? That's not a Christmas gift. That's a punishment. You'd have to rewatch the whole thing to get to the good ending. Uh, 
Um, uh, I should I should say uh, Sentai Filmworks credit to you for, for wanting to license and release that thank you for making Secret Santa easy for one member of the anime team to see a Sentai the one would be good when the angels appear in a Christmas play <laughs> <laughs> an Evangelion nativity play <laughs> yeah the angels especially that screaming robot you should travel <laughs> you shall follow the guiding star <laughs> and go to I get in the robot Shinji <laughs> One of the angels is just as big. Is it a rhombus? I can't. Yes, it's it, a it, it just floats down. A rhomboid. It, it just screams, and like the <laughs> subtitle for it is like screaming. <laughs> you can hear it screaming or something. That, 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 that would be the narrator for them. What else? Tokyo Girl Christmas special. Tokyo Girl Christmas special. We <laughs> all sit down to a Christmas. Opening meal. Christmas turkey. The humans oh. stuffed with other humans. Oh. <laughs> Did you seriously not think he was going to go down that angle? No, I didn't. I was... Oh, um, God. What other ones that would be funny? Death Note, I suppose. <laughs> Check, making a list, checking it twice. He's writing the Christmas cards. Oh, shit, I've written, I've written the Christmas wish list in my Death Note by mistake. Oh, like, no, someone's going to die from a Nintendo Switch yes, today. You're Santa, and that Santa's popped his clogs now. I'm up for there being... I can't remember if there was one before. There might already be one. Andy, you might know better than I do off the top of your head. But uh, Full Metal Panic. It was um, not a Christmas one. No. I'm up for there being a Christmas episode of Full Metal Panic. Yeah, but that's not weird. Well, depending on the storyline, yeah. Is, they, there, they is there a Yuri Nice one? Yes. Of course there is. <laughs> yeah. Boku no Pico, like the Christmas special. That corn on the cob is not a gift. <laughs> there you go. I think that'll do for my question now. Oh, you looking for. I was, I, was, I was sort of having a quick gander at some of the titles that we released, but mm. there wasn't much to go on, to be fair. <laughs> Sorry, I had a terrible form of one, but... To share with the class. No, you probably no, don't want to. Okay, one. then. Moving on. It's related to, to Keith's, um, like, panel. Just fall them up. By the way, I am going to be reading these, these verbatim, I should say, people. So the, the phrasing is a bit strange, but not on me. Oh, good. I know where we're going. Is there titles that is due out in 2018 that are on your hit list, film and TV slash OVA already? What's on your hit list, Andrew? As an out in 2018, I guess, is what I mean. Mm. Um, yes, and we've already got some of them, so... Mm. But cannot divulge at this time. Do you have any plans in the future to go for titles that were previously licensed in the UK from ADV UK or Revelation Films? Yes. We have, we have actually already uh, announced a few of them, like Peacemaker Kuragane is one. Chrono Crusade. Chrono Crusade is one. So there are a few of those lurking about. Yeah, and we have Full Metal Alchemist. Indeed, indeed. Oh, yeah, so that was Revelations. It was MVM originally, wasn't it? And then it transferred over. Mm-hmm. And Beck. Beck's awesome. Beck was from Revelation too. Oh, because they did like, the speaker box thing and never finished it, did they? Yeah. Correct. Would you ever consider looking into the Hellgirl license for the UK? It flopped with half of a release many years ago. Would be nice to see a classic comeback. Also, favourite anime of 2017, anyone? As in, what is your favourite? questions. Um, favourite anime well, Like, on the first topic, no. Um, if it flopped halfway, that's not necessarily a good motivation to bring it back. Red Garden had the same problem, and, like, Red Garden when brought back, after flopping the first time, sold a whopping 13 to 20 units, I believe, at first. <laughs> like, for a long time. Which is not enough to even recoup the cost of, like, printing the discs, let alone anything else. As for favourite animes of 2017... Hmm. Oh, anime that I've watched in 2017? Because I don't think I've watched <laughs> anything streaming that... I mean, oh, a, couple, I must have. a couple of springs to mind for me, like My Hero Academia, easily. 
Welcome to the Ballroom, season two of Attack on Titan. Dragon Ball Super. Uh, current, yeah. It's currently airing, but MMO Junkie is great. Recovery of MMO Junkie. I've been hearing good things about really, really it. It's really, really good. I think Stuff Stoffer was released this year as well. Yes. An Ancient Mage's Bride, Black Clover. Yes, despite the annoying voice for Asta, like, it's really quite good. Um, Blood Blockade Battlefront Beyond. BBB Beyond was good. Blood Blockade Battlefront and Beyond! Well, it's, I'd say it was good. It's good. Soundtrack's <laughs> amazing. Um, I think probably streaming wise, recreators and made well, in abyss. And recreators, man, I need to play. finish oh, yeah, that. And, Christmas. Um, what, like, um, Welcome to the Ballroom was a big one for me. Mm. Mm. I can only think of what I've watched this year and not mm. actually like current streaming stuff. So I finally watched Yuka 7 for the first time this year and that was really good. Mm. Um, not going to go into the film. Oh shit, we're talking about top anime for film this year, Silent Voice. Movie well, well it was, so yeah, Silent Voice in as well. Yeah, Yuka 7 like TV series <laughs> for watching it the first time. It kind of like, I was watching it and I was just thinking about Gurren Lagann the whole time and then I forgot that Gurren Lagann came out obviously after the TV series, so I can see where a lot of like sort of inspirations and that, but obviously it kind of dates back to like Mecca and then before, mm. but it's just the. That helps out. That's fun. Obviously, that's... anyone that really likes Yuka 7 would know it's mostly like it was the world and everything was so consistent and really well developed that made me really enjoy it. Um, and obviously, all the characters and the storylines, and I know it was like it's obviously like two seasons or two seasons, like one season kind of thing, so it's a lot of episodes, but. It felt like it needed that for it to be a well-developed story. So yeah, that's my, my favourite watched anime of 2017, and obviously a sound voice for theatrical. Yeah, cool. <laughs> any for you, Lauren, to spring out to mind? Because you've, you've watched a fair few recently, sort of from QC work and such. So any from what you've been looking at recently? Because you watched like Swords of a Stranger recently, didn't you? I think you oh, liked I that loved one. that. That's like mm. one of my favourites now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, Toby Moro's best doggo. I know as I said before, Moro's best doggo, but I just can't pick. Best them. anime doggos of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Okay, do you know, seriously, you need to watch Yuri on Ice. No, I've watched Yuri on Ice. Have you? Awesome. Yeah, so. No, but the dog, the dog in um, Female Alchemist is better. The puppy. You know how um, they have the they adopt the puppy. Right. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I there was another dog I was thinking of. You mean that Hayate, right? I mean, would you really consider that doggo as kind of a hybrid, really? Moving on. Next question. Is Akuma No Riddle well and truly cancelled, or was it just an Amazon D-list? It's an Amazon D-list just now. It's not guaranteed it'll be around like later, but for now it's not being cancelled. Next question. Oh, interesting one from the production side of things here. Is it more expensive to put a BBFC sticker on cellophane of collector's edition releases than printing it on the actual art case? If so, is it a significant sum? Yes, it costs more. No, it's not a significant sum. I was putting a lot of answers on that, but there you go. I mean, I could go into much more boring detail about it, but I mean, there's only so much you can describe how much more it costs to put a sticker on a box than printing it on the box. Sorry. That's right. That's a good question. Yeah. Next up, would there ever be more possible UK releases of more classic anime like Inuyasha, Fushigi Yugi, and Yu Yu Hakusho? I want to say first off, Yu Yu Hakusho is awesome, so I would love to see that get released over here at some point. But I defer to Andrew. Uh, theoretically, yes. It just depends on demand. No point in releasing a really old, long series if there's no demand. Next question. Do you have plans for when, if, you will be releasing March Comes in Like a Lion and Silver Spoon? 
Uh, not yet, but we're working on them. They're both still coming out. They've not been cancelled or anything. Any chance of getting Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid? Uh, it's a Crunchyroll title, so the odds are to be coming out in the UK from someone else, like probably the Funimation deal. Mm. Uh, someone asking about Sword Art, on- Sword Art Online Audible Scale. That will be coming early next year, so stay tuned for info on that very soon. Next question. Has the Sony acquisition of Funimation cre- creating a practical monopoly of European sub-licensing affected your operations or have had an immediate impact? Uh, no, not really. I mean... Like, it's not really created a monopoly either. It's like, there's still competition out there. Like, for film, we're still acquiring actively. For TV series too, stuff like King's Game and such, it just means that we, because the bidding was gone up between Funimation, Crunchyroll, and Netflix, like, as well as Amazon, we just have to be more efficient about what we buy. Like, we can't bid on B-grade titles if the price is going to be anywhere between 10 and 20 times the regular asking price, you know? But, like, the, the regular good titles, the pricing's not so dissimilar if we're going to make a push, you know? Next question to everybody. Can I have a hug? Oh, no. Who's asking? Um, the Twitter name is AJ56. Uh, I don't trust anyone who has two letters and numbers as their name, so... <laughs> mm, we'll redress that at some point. Any news on Bungo Stray Dogs? No. (laughs) (laughs) Any ReZero update? Yes. um, It'll be out, sort of, probably... First part will be out Q2 next year. Like, we're just waiting on the dubbing schedule from the USA, but that one's still on our list, still releasing it. In fairness, that's what... that I appreciate it's not much more of an update, guys, but the most recent one we did give before was the fact that we're waiting on it to be dubbed. Because it it was a blooming good show subtitled watching it, and we want to wait for the dub before proceeding. Next up, Yozakura Quartet UK release, but in all seriousness, any targets for 2018 you would like to aim for? Any targets in general, guys, just over the next year? Just maybe like little personal goals within the company or something? Even like just personal goals, I'd like at least a day off next year. <laughs> oh, 24 God. hours without any email or phone call for work. Just we can arrange that, Andrew. Yeah, we'll just smash I'm going to arrange on. it. Andy, what about you? Yeah, well, I, I, sh- I should say any that we can talk about. Yeah, because we've all got because we've all got ideas and stuff that we can't oh, yeah, like share yeah. publicly. So yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a difficult one. Um, I'm not I'm not one for New Year's resolutions because I always break them. So uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't commit be, to something on tape that you're there maybe to be broken, back to Andy, me. It's fine. <laughs> well, I can say that there are there are some projects that I've got lined up that I really hope I will get a chance to to actually action them and sort of execute them and whatnot. Execute as in do them, not kill them. <laughs> but um, but yes, yeah, so I've got a few things I can't talk about them though because then you'll know about them, and I don't want you to know about them yet. But there are some cool things, hopefully. What about you guys, Cat and Lauren? Anything in particular? Uh, drink more coffee. That's my goal. Is that your work-related that goal? That is my definitely my work-related <laughs> goal next year. <laughs> Lauren, anything for you? Drink less coffee. Cool. Then there you go. I'll take your coffees then. That will reach my goal. <laughs> Next question. Why wasn't Andrew Partridge the first deal on the 12 Days of Christmas deals? Because it's priceless. Oh! Uh, also, we don't, <laughs> have, we don't have like 600 units of it. Also, because my, my body is not for sale. At least not like on an auction as a discount. How many units can be printed of Andrew Partridge? None. You just have to post me from place to place. They did add to this, I should say. Obviously, it would have to be accompanied by a pear tree. 
Uh, next uh, question. Uh, <laughs> uh, what games will you be playing over the festive period? For me, it's going to be mainly Overwatch and Guild Wars 2 for the Christmas event. Oh, well, I already got the three skins I wanted for the winter event. Which Overwatch, skins did you want, so, Um Well, first off, the Anna one, which is the Snow Owl. It's a Snow Watch! Or Overwatch. <laughs> I can't remember. It says something awesome. I think it does say Snow Watch on her mm. badge. Yeah. Um, I got that one. I got the somber one, and I got Soldier Dad, so really I'm at peace of the world. So I'm going to probably try and finish my Breath of the Wild save, or try to. And my boots are keep creaking. I'm sorry, it's not me. Because <laughs> your, your boots made yeah, a quite like, a creak there, didn't they? <laughs> um, yeah, that's me. They're creakers. Anything for you, Lauren, on the games agenda for you? Um, I got Okami delivered yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Have you played it before? Premium Doggo oh Life. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> For me, uh, I'm gonna. Well, I need to finish Yakuza Zero. I'm nearly at the end of the story, and I'm loving that game. Then I'm gonna try and delve into Horizon Zero Dawn, which I know will take me a while. Also, Persona Five, which I know oh, will take me a while. So like three giant RPGs. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I might delve into a few of the other games that were on PlayStation Plus. Sort of some of the small I want to get a hat in time. Mm. The it was a uh, it was originally it's, it's been out in PC and probably something else that I've forgotten for ages. But it only just came out in PS4 now. But it's kind of like a nostalgia trip to Mario Sunshine, like Banjo Kazooie kind of thing. Mm. So I might pick that up over Christmas as well. I'm sure I'll play play some uh, probably play some Overwatch as well. And, and also, like I said, just sort of going through my PS Plus library because there's tons of games I've never played. Yeah, yeah. Just like loads of stuff. So. What about you, Andrew? Anything on your, on your docket? Uh, <laughs> a bottle of wine, apparently. <laughs> I was thinking, like, I need to finish Persona 5. I just finished Horizon Zero Dawn, actually. It was great. Um, I need to finish Breath of the Wild, and I need to finish Persona 5. I quite fancy playing something, like, that's mindless, like, as well, so we'll see. Um, the reality is I'll probably just watch a lot of Netflix and cry and drink. <laughs> Sometimes mm. at the same time, all three things. Occasionally, I'll have some food. <laughs> Andy, what about you? Anything on your docket, games-wise? Yeah, I've got some games to finish off. I need to finish off Destiny Two. I'm kind of nearly there. I like I Boogaloo. I only got to, only got a little bit of that left to play. Um, I need to finish Horizon Zero Dawn. Quite a way into that, and yeah, I think kind of likewise. I've got a whole bunch of PS Plus stuff that I've not really tried yet that I really should. So I'll probably dig into some of that and uh, see. Uh, See what comes out in the wash, what I want to actually carry on with. I'll probably try and play some more Windjammers again, because I've not played that for a little while. Windjammers is always good. Next question. There needs to be more cute, magical girl and idol anime released in the UK. Not really a question, but maybe there is a solution? <laughs> maybe. Well, the solution is we all make our own live action. Regenerate! <laughs> Next question. I- I'm reading this verbatim, I should say, people. With new Pokemon 2018 film and new Mama Hosea film coming out in the new year, and most titles, and most, and most titles like to have a UK release at some point. Do you think it's a shock that anime like these are getting theatrical releases in the mainstream cinema outlets like Cineworld? No, because we're putting them there, mostly. Um, and like Mama Hosea is my favourite director of all time. I'm assuming you meant Mama Hosoda. I'm assuming you meant Mama Hosoda as well. Unless there is I legitimately like, someone called Mama Hosea, I just don't I, know. I like but. the idea of Mama Hosea being a director as well. But in terms of are we surprised with City World? No. No, because we've been working with them for the past year. Mm. Yeah. On loads of projects that they showed Perfect Blue in prime time. Like on Friday and Saturday nights. 
And uh, this same person has put in quite a few questions. Um, okay, uh, you know what, last question for this one, but it's a, it's a unique question, this one, from the same person, so I'm going to read it because I'm sure it'll get an interesting answer. Was the decision to hire Andy Hanley as part of your team favouritism? Or was it all planned or staged, etc., as he used to work for the UK Anime Network, so you hired him straight away and binned all other, applica- binned all other applications? Did you know straight you were going to hire him, and was it an easy decision? No. No, it was not. And we had other applicants. Um, a lot of people who I, I, I believe the particular question year there as well was included in the list just didn't make the cut because it was such a high list of, uh, like, of demand, basically, you know, it's... We had over, for that role alone, we had over 200 applications, and we had to whittle it down to 10 people. So unless your skills actually included either experience in the anime industry or the entertainment space before for the role of a marketing manager, like, honestly, you weren't going to be on the list. I mean, it was really tough, tough boil down to get to that point. Like, and like, it, like, there were a lot of people, it was a lot of competition on the list. It wasn't, like, just one person who came to interview. So, like, I hope that answers the question. I think so. I mean, it should also be noted, if anyone's wondering, I legitimately didn't know Andy Hanley was applying for the job until he showed up in, at the office in Glasgow for his interview. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the compromising face is I've got of Andrew did help at interview, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, but, yeah. <laughs> if just because it added him to my own bank of seeing me doing embarrassing things, <laughs> I mean, something for me to think about later. But, but that was an insane amount. I mean, I personally, I should like put a little thing here just saying... I wasn't involved in the interview process at all when it came to like applications coming in and such. So I, I the only thing I know is like Andrew said, we had loads of applicants for both roles, and obviously Lauren is here now as well. Was <laughs> a... <laughs> but, but you know, the guys, there were like so many applicants, and we were thinking about this that there hasn't been another public call like that, like saying we're hiring in the UK anime industry for a blooming long time of ever, right, Andrew? Yeah, that's right. So it was the first time it's ever happened, and you know, things in the company are still growing. So who knows what might happen over the next year? That's not a hint or anything. Just saying, we legitimately don't know. We didn't really know there would be other opportunities to come about th- this year. We are still in twenty seventeen. We're recording this, so yeah. <laughs> he suddenly thinks it's twenty eighteen. So yeah, you know, it's a unique opportunity, and sorry that you didn't get it. But at the end of the day, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. I can't say much more than that because I wasn't involved in the process. So there you go. So to wrap up now, guys, because we're nearly at the end. We've nearly made it to the end of the year. Any favourite... <laughs> any sort of favourite things that we've done this year that have really stood out to you, kind of like on a personal level within the company, be it something that you've worked on specifically or a product that we released or something we just achieved. Any little personal goals? And uh, Andy and Lauren, I appreciate you guys haven't been here for as long, but there might have been something during that time that just really stands out to you that you've been involved with. We survived another year. I should say, other than saying we survived. I saw a voice trailer. Mm. That went down well, so I'm glad I made people cry. You got some incredible feedback from Japan about it as well, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. I, I, yeah. I made people emotional, so that's always good. Normally it's better, it's better than normal you make people emotionally angry. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's my one for the year. Though I did that back in March, so really that kind of you pinnacle, you peaked early, were you? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, because your trailer for Napping Princess was really great as well. Yeah, that was good. That one was a bit of a challenge. Mm. Um, but your Lou trailer was good too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That okay. So trailers, just trailers, but Silent Voice one in particular, because 
I do like my sort of um, beautiful backgrounds and Shinkai esque. But also, but on a global so. scale though, that that got some major traction. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's nice because it's like, yeah, just reading the comments as well on it and stuff. Because normally I avoid YouTube comments like crazy and stuff because mm. I'm like I don't want to know. But um, reading a lot of people getting hyped about it and emotional and everything, it was kind of nice that I managed to evoke that feeling about the film and get it right kind of thing because cutting trailers is obviously like you need to get whatever the whatever you've been asked by market and whatever tone you want to convey in that you need to get it right or it's just not going to be appealing for people to go to cinema and see it so yeah it's always a good challenge to do a trailer what about you andrew partridge Me? oh <laughs> anything in particular that stands out to you it's been caught out <laughs> uh, it's been a good young video wise Sound of Voice, Your Name, like both of which came out, like Q4, both huge successes, mm. hooray. Apart from that, just keeping the bills paid, lights on, that's really important. Keeping all of you fed, watered, etc. <laughs> Whatever it is a boss is meant to do for employees in that kind of situation. <laughs> for the Replace me. cat for nodding Pikachu, I guess. <laughs> what is that? Replace you for nodding Pikachu. Oh, I don't think... I don't think I can buy that anywhere anymore. Not for 50 Not for a cheap price. It's like 100 and something. Oh my god. £122 for another Pikachu. No, pass. Is that before tax or? It was when I I first started working here. I was joking that like, a paycheck I could buy a Northern Pikachu and it was on my wish list on Amazon for really months and it was like 50 quid it's just like <laughs> please don't joke about it but no I, I will pass if it's going to cost 160 quid or something for mm. sorry I'm talking about Northern Pikachu it's better than talking about the chocolate and celebration boxes so. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I think getting back to the final question before we end because I know we're all mm. perishing here a little bit just because yeah, it's been a full on week it's also very warm it is it's very warm it is yeah but uh, I think for me personally it, it's a couple of things I can't really narrow it down to one but I think theatrical wise what we were able to do with your name putting it in IMAX was something pretty insane and then the fact it actually almost culmin- it, almost uh, it culminated with it being nominated for a screen award as well mm. because of the work that was put into it and then Andy Lauren and myself went down to London for the award ceremony, and though your name didn't win, the fact it was nominated and we saw it as part of that lineup of other films that were there, and just being at the event, it was just a really nice way to wrap it up. And it it, it almost felt like it sounds a bit cliche to put it this way, but it, it felt like that was a nice end point of the journey for your name, for what we'd done from starting in the cinema late last year to then bringing it back in IMAX this year, and then following on with the home video, and then having that award nomination it was like you know what that's like a nice well-rounded year long journey Uh, the other thing that I was really happy to be involved with and I think for me personally it's probably one of the more rewarding things as well was actually being able to premiere parts of the dub of A Silent Voice and getting people to just understand a lot of care and attention has gone into it and Andy I know you can talk about this as well the way we were picking the clips to be used because I I was really reticent to put any clips online of Shoko's voice because we were using an actor who was hard of hearing, deaf, whatever the correct phrase is, and I just honestly thought I can imagine what the comments are going to be like. Yeah. And there have been some of those, and some of them less said the better. (laughs) But the thing that was really cool was that first clip that got released, and there was a really nice round of comments, a few kind of mixed bag ones, but then some people just actually going, I can't wait to hear Shoko's voice. It's like, Mm. okay... That's interesting. People actually seemed hyped about it. 
and obviously they read the cast list, found out who was involved and such. Then we put up the second clip, which was from a decent way in the film, but out of context enough to where it wouldn't spoil anything major. And then you see Shoko in the clip, but you don't hear her speak. And I know a few people are like, ah, you bastards. Yeah. Don't do that. But then, again, that then generated more, oh, I really want to hear Shoko's voice. Yeah, and it was yeah, that yeah. clip Sorry, that then... It was following on from that clip that we then actually decided, right, we actually need to find a, a, a clip that we can share with Shoko. Mm. Which is really difficult because everything she says is really important and kind of potentially yeah. spoilery. So yeah. to find a segment of, of dialogue that kind of worked without giving anything away was... Uh, was a challenge, but yeah, I think we, we did it, and uh, yeah, it was really good to see how well that dub was received because it's a really important film that talks about really important things, and like the dub had to be spot on, and to, to actually see it come out as well as it did was was uh, fantastic. Mm. Yeah. And it's not often that we get to premiere a dub like, in that manner. Usually, you see it done on US distributors' channels, so it was like, mm. right, we've got a chance to do this, and I was determined to be able to do that as well. So I was really happy we were able to do that and give it the love and attention that it deserved. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm personally not really someone who frequents Reddit quite a lot just because I find it to be a very toxic place. But looking at the comments in the Reddit thread about it was really enlightening as to how people were thinking and actually did change my tune on Reddit as well and just sort of reading all the comments. So that was really, really cool. But um, but Lauren, anything that's, that has stood out for you since you've been here? I didn't monumentally screw anything up. <laughs> cool. <laughs> was a good start. That was a good um, start yeah, for anyone. Yeah. Um, no, it's just it's been interesting. Obviously, came from a very different background and then mm. doing all of this, although my customer service is still top-notch. Right, yeah. <laughs> named and shamed on the internet and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been, it's been good. The short while I've been here. Long may it continue. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Andy. Yeah, I mean, obviously, apart from the cliche bit about just being happy to be, be working here and, and very proud to be part of the team, um, the, this particular highlight I guess I have is our uh, premiere screening of Violet Evergarden, episode one mm -hmm. at London Comic Con. Mm -hmm. Like, that was something that we, we had to put together pretty quickly, um, and it was really fantastic to see the turnout for that, how enthusiastic people were about it, and it just happens to be a really cool show as well. So, yeah, to be able to do something like that and to kind of... I guess it's a direct feedback of, you know, we do our bit to put the word out and to, to tell people, you know, what we're doing, that we're doing something cool, and to actually see the physical bodies in that room going in and watching it and enjoying it kind of made it... It's, it's a really good realisation of, like, yeah, what we do is worthwhile and we do some really good stuff for fans, and so it was uh, it was really good to see that come to fruition in, in the way that it did, so I was particularly proud of that one. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we can probably really never talk about Ex mm -hmm. like ex explicitly in public but there was a lot of like security based things behind the scenes that were almost making that thing like an impossible challenge to put on but we managed to figure it out and like you said it was a reaction when I sort of went on stage briefly just to tell people right you're here to see this right you've not like walked into the wrong panel room and when I got on that stage and looked out and suddenly realised holy crap this place is pretty much full yeah. and obviously that was leading on to the Little Witch Academia panel as well which was a really nice little one-two punch as well but just there was a, there was a what's the way to put it there was like a feeling in that room Andy you could probably agree with me that there was a feeling and a buzz of excitement in absolutely, there absolutely yeah. and as soon as that thing started people's eyes were just 
locked on that big screen. Yeah, yeah. Again, I mean, especially in this day and age, you kind of have that expectation. People will come to a panel or an event and sit looking at their phones or chatting to people. Like, bar one person, I saw looking at their phone. Everybody was just eyes up front looking at the screen, which is very rare in this day and age. Mm. I mean, heck, you know, even when I've done panels at events, like. I, I say it during my panels quite a bit, but I'm always really grateful for anyone who wants to listen to me rabbit on about anime for however long I'm there for. Just because there's so many other things they could do, and they've chosen to spend some of their time to just, like, hear, hear someone talk about anime. And, I mean, we actually had overtime on our Friday night panel at MCO, didn't we? Because we were the last people on, so we had overtime, and uh, <laughs> that was good fun. But, yeah, it's just it's really cool when people really show up, and you can tell they're really passionate about it. And it was, like, a massive... There was also loads of other things going on surrounding like that whole one-two punch panel as well. Again, that we can't really talk about, but like what was like coming on after, and there were whole like big timing issues and stuff. But we managed to put that together and get it to work. So, go us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, again, talking about panels in general. I mean, we had a really nice uh, uh, moment after our Sunday panel where somebody who's not even really an anime fan came up and said, "Oh yeah, I just happened to wander into your panel, and <laughs> I know you seem you were you were entertaining and." It was a fun time watching you, so I just stuck around and hey, I'll maybe check out some anime now because you seem really enthused about that's it. Really cool. So yeah, so you know, it's little things like that. You know, it's yeah. it's really nice. That that's why London Comic Con in particular is great because you get that direct feedback that you don't always get yeah. of you know what people like, maybe what people don't. But it's really valuable to to get that feedback from people and, and it's long time it makes really a big enjoy. difference as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and that's why we go to these events, guys. We've said it before, but. We hear from people all the time online through emails, social media, but actually at the event, when you're there speaking face to face to someone, you can sometimes get far more information than you could ever dream from like a quick two minute conversation. Yeah. Even though like obviously all the emails we get, we do read, but sometimes just that when you're there in person, it just adds a heck of a lot more. But um, I think on that note, everybody, thank you very much for listening and wanting to spend nearly an hour of your time with us. (laughs) Uh, we have been Team Anime Limited. In terms of how things are going to work in general over the Christmas period, we're basically back in early January. There will still be things going on within the Anime Limited circle. Wrong way to put it, but you know what I mean. Like There'll be stuff going about online. One of us will probably be lurking about, probably me. And yeah, we'll probably be back in full force in January. When it comes to what you can expect next year, probably expect some news about that coming out over the next few weeks and such. And, yeah, thank you for what has been a tremendous 2017. And if you took part in all the 12 Days of Christmas sales offers that we did, thank you so blooming much, because that was quite a ride going through all that. It's still a ride at the time we're recording this and uh, and dealing with everything that's going on, the amount of orders we've had. It it has been nuts. But thank you very much, guys. Here's 2018. We've got a lot of stuff in the works. Maybe even by the time you're hearing this, you may even know a couple of things that we've already got in the works, because, you know... Things get announced or told. Yeah, you can go with that at the last minute when you never know. But thank you very much. And guys, any closing words for 2017? Anything you want to end with? Anything you want to share with the people? Uh... Oh, Kerry says hi, by the way. I should say everybody. Because we saw her at the big party and she said say hi to everyone. Mm-hmm. So, is she going to come back? Is she going to come back and do something? Oh, so, so, sorry, sorry. I, I forget. I forget. Lest we forget. Um... <laughs> What? I was moving wine around. Why does wine sound like a packet of crisps? <laughs> and on that note, everybody, we'll leave you with that question. Why does wine sound like a packet of crisps? <laughs> From all of us, everybody, we will talk to you next year. See ya! Yeah. Bye. Bye! Happy New Year! Happy New Year!
Merry Christmas, etc. Ah.